Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. It is a beautiful December day here in Johnson City, and I am in the presence of Miss Claudia Bird, and it is really exciting to have her on the podcast. I can't wait for you guys to get to know her a little bit better, and um, yeah, and so we're, we're gearing up for Christmas around Johnson City, and um, I know Miss Claudia is on her way to gearing up for Christmas as well. She's been preparing it for months, probably. So, Claudia, thank you for coming in. And, um, yeah, tell the audience a little bit about who you are, first of all. Um, who am I? Who am Who am you? <laughs> um, Claudia Bird. Um, I am the director of Speedway Children's Charities, is, guess, is how I'm well-known in the Tri-Cities at Bristol Motor Speedway. Um have the best job in the world and lucky to be there. Um, my proudest thing is that I am um, the proud parent of two wonderful children. But most importantly, I am blessed to have 10 of the most amazing grandchildren in the world. So that's how I like to be known. I'm Claudia Bird, but I am also like to be known as Grammy. Grammy. And you are, yes, I can just see you light up when you talk about your grandkids. And you serve them in such an amazing way. Um, I get the privilege of seeing you in car line every day at Providence and passing you on the interstate running back and forth. And you were telling me the other day you went to Bristol like five times and back because you had to go here and there and yawn. You know, that's okay that you do what you have to do. Um, you know, we're I'm blessed to live in an area um, where I can be close to my grandchildren, close to my work, mm-hmm. and um, be able to do what I need to do to help out, um, do my job to the best of my ability. But at the same time, you know, it takes a large group of people for a family. And for a large family with six children, um, sometimes every all hands on deck. And I don't mind at all if I've got to run and pick somebody up and drive carpool every morning. You know, I love doing that. Yes. That's my favorite thing um, I do. And spend that quality time as you and I've talked about it with mm-hmm. the children on the way to school in the morning. But um, no, I love being in their lives and for them to know their grandmother and uh, just be there to support them. Yeah. Um, my grandmother never took me to school. So uh, yeah, it's um, it's special time for you, I'm sure. And I think they're going to look back on that fondly and just be like, she was the best, you know. And so you're setting a great example for them as well. Um, okay, Johnson City Living Podcast. What do you love most about Johnson City? Oh, I, I love the people. Yes. I think uh, definitely the people. Uh, and my job, um, of course, you know, my, my sole purpose of my job is to raise money to make life better for the children in our region. That's yes. what I do. And uh, we have the most loving and philanthropic community in, in the world. I just, uh, I can't describe it to any body anywhere else you've got to be here to Mm -hmm. understand it and appreciate Mm -hmm. it but people care they genuinely care um my parents would come to visit from north carolina when we moved up here and they always wanted to come here they didn't really want you know we'll come we'll we'll come down and visit you know we think we'll come up there i think they said it best when people in this area ask you hey how are you they wait for an answer Mm -hmm. they really genuinely want to know it's not just a pass by like hey how are you and just go on it's people care. They yeah. said whether you go at the grocery store, if you're at Food City or if you're getting gas or if you're just out on the street and if somebody says, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. They expect a response and want it. So um, that's how this community is. And yeah. I just feel blessed to live here. Yeah, I agree. And all the people who move here, and we're getting tons of them, as you're probably seeing at the Speedway as well, 
um, they all say the same thing. The people in the mountains is the second one. So right, yeah, right. Uh, um, I tell a story when I'm giving speeches sometime, and I think this is an appropriate time to tell it. You know, uh, Bristol Motor Speedway is a very popular race. Race fans love Bristol Motor Speedway. It's a it's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. And many times, Bruton Smith has at, been asked, "Well, why don't if it's so popular, why don't you build another Bristol Motor Speedway?" And he would say, I can put a half-mile track anywhere in the country, but it's not the speedway, it's the people. That's what makes that speedway so popular with race fans. Yeah, yeah, um, it is a special place. And, yeah, so give us a little, give the listeners a little background on Bristol Motor Speedway. I know you and your former husband, he um, had a lot to do with that and why it's gotten as big and amazing venue i mean it's one of the biggest venues in the country right it is it's one of the largest permanent seat facilities in the world yeah um yes when burton smith bought the speedway in 1996 we left winston-salem north carolina all of our family and friends and moved up here um at the time you know knowing that it was it was a good move but we you know we're still a little nervous and i'm sure we realized quickly that was god's plan for our family um and we look back do we miss our friends and family yes as i mentioned to you they love to come here and visit us but we knew that god had a plan for us up here and it's just um it's it's been wonderful um i've been here 26 years now and love it this is home to me and, you know, it, it's, um, yes, when we came, uh, Bruton said, you know, it's, uh, it, I think there were 80,000 seats, and Bruton kept telling Jeff, yeah, we're going to double that. And I think Jeff was, he's okay. I mean, he did, he, he knew him. He had never worked for him before, but they were good friends. And, uh, and Br- when Bruton said he was going to do something, he did. And, of course, we have built and built and added on and built. And um, the more seats we built at the time, the more seats we sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, people came out of the woodwork when we first moved out of here. Jeff said there were people I graduated from high school I haven't seen in years. And all of a sudden they're my best friend because they want tickets they want to, tickets Bristol. to yes, Bristol. Yes, <laughs> exactly. They became my very best friends. So, um, but, it, you know, it's just it's been amazing. Um to see the change and to see uh, when we first came here, the Speedway was used about two weekends a year. And now, um, you know, before the pandemic, I think Bristol Motor Speedway, I believe, was used in 2019 about 287 days. Yeah, we had Jerry on here a few episodes ago, and, yeah, he said it was – it's almost every day there's something going Always. on. Always. Um, Which is I, really cool. It is great. I, I had the day that I ran into you. We were talking about my multiple trips to Bristol yes. to do something, back to Bristol to do something. We had a, some, and they had nothing to do with the Speedway, but we had three different groups that day that were using the facility for meetings. Um, training for OSHA. I mean, all kinds of things. But we, we want to be a regional venue. Yes. Where people who need to use it for meetings, that type of thing, can use it. Uh, you know, we still are a racetrack. Yeah. I, I had somebody tell me one time, well, the lighting is not great. So I said, it, and a suite. I said, but it's great for racing. <laughs> and that's kind of what we do. But we can make it work for you. They were saying, but we need. We'll get you a lamp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can bring in lights. Yeah, um, but no, it's, it's great. And we do. We want to be um, an important part of the community. And we hope that we are. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so you live in Johnson City and work in Bristol. And tell me about um, the Children's Speedway. 
Is yes, that right? Speedway, Speedway Children's, Children's Charity. Charity. I'm going to mess Ch- that up. No, that's okay. Speedway Children's so Charity. So how did that come to existence? Does that a... Yeah, yes, I it's just a love great them. story. Yeah. Um, Bruton Smith, of course, who, you know, bought and, and built. He owns quite a few racetracks, he right? He owns quite a few racetracks. Yeah. There are eight in total. Um, he, at Sh- only Charlotte at the time, he unfortunately in 1982 lost a child to SIDS. And to honor um, that child, mm-hmm. uh, Chubby, they um, decided that he wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, you have the business. People ask for money all the time. Mm-hmm. All you, It's a daily occurrence. Mm-hmm. And he decided the one group of people that couldn't help themselves were children. So he started this foundation. At the time, it was World 600 Charities. And the purpose was to raise money for children in need in the area surrounding Charlotte Motor Speedway. Gotcha. Well, then as he bought Atlanta, bought Bristol, built Texas, bought, uh, I guess the next was Las Vegas, uh, Sears Point, California, um, New Hampshire, and Kentucky, all of those have a chapter of Speedway Children's Charities. And our sole purpose is to raise money to make life better and make a difference in the lives of children in our area. We, as a board, decide how what area we want to serve. Mm-hmm. Some of the speedways just serve the county they're in, okay. that the speedway's in, and that, that works great. When we started doing it here in uh, the Tri-Cities area, we decided that the big employers of the region, where do their employees live? So we serve 18 counties in northeast Tennessee and southwest Virginia because we believe that the people who employ, you know, their employees work, that's where they live. Yeah. And so if we want you as a business to support us, we want to serve the children of your employees. And so that's kind of where where we went and would we love to expand and, and raise money for and you know go out a little further we would, but unfortunately we've never been able to meet the need that's been requested Locally, here yeah. in our area. So we continue, you know, to try to do our best to do it every year. Tell me about your budget a little bit. How many different organizations are you benefiting and is that just I mean, it seems it, like it's got to be massive, like it, the impact that you all have in our region. Well, it changes from year to year. Um, that's the thing about it, because what we do is we raise money and we give it all away. Yeah. So we never know from year to year. And of course, with COVID, you, you knew, didn't know. Um, so, you know, the year of the football game, which was a big year for us, yeah, that, um, was awesome. that was amazing. It was our first year we had given away over a million dollars. Oh, cool. And that was great. Yeah. And we were so excited about that. Um, you know, every year our goal is to try. There are uh, two of us. And of course, we have an amazing staff. And our staff, from our events department, our operations, our ticket office, um, our sales department, our marketing, they all work with, I mean, they do their job, but they also help the charities. So right. even though we're a staff, Betsy and I are a staff of two with the charities, they are amazing um, support sure. to us. So, yeah. you know, they help us raise the money that we do. And then we have a great board of trustees. But so we don't, we have no idea from year to year That's cool. how much we're yeah. going to give away because we don't know how much we're going to raise. Um, in 2019, you know, right before the pandemic started, we had a huge year. We raised over $900,000. That's awesome. Without a football game, that was huge. Because yeah. um, it's hard to raise money. But we, we did. And then, of course, when the pandemic hit, um, we couldn't do our fundraising events, and that's that's what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were blessed to give away a little over four hundred fifty thousand dollars last year, and then this year, um, we gave um, 
$667,000 back uh, to 76 amazing nonprofit children's organizations. And that's the good news. The sad news is every year we always have like one and a half million dollars requested. Yeah. And, you know, that's tough when you can't make it. To make those calls. Like as you guys have, sit around, oh yeah, I have to write the letter to you. Yes, that says I am so sorry that we just didn't raise enough money this mm-hmm. year, and it used to break my heart. And my dear husband used to because I I could almost cry, and because I knew the people right. I was writing the letter to. Yeah. I might see him at church. Yeah. I might be on a board with him for and something you know else. The kids that are, I know the kids, yeah. that, and so it it broke our hearts too. But you can, and he kept reminding me. He said, but. Claudia, think about it. Before we started this, you didn't, this money wasn't there. So yes, that is, that's sad. And I know it breaks your heart. You just have to work harder. But at the same time, you've got to realize you are making a difference. So you've got to, and just work harder next year. I remember Andy Stanley at a conference we went to, he said, do for one, which you wish you could do for everybody. Because all his, you know, all the, um, I guess members of his congregation would want him to marry them and stuff. He's like, I can't do it all. I can't. And so he, for a little while, he was like, I can't marry everybody that comes in here, you know? And then he was like, well, that's kind of silly. Like I should at least marry the ones that, you know, I can. And so he, so do for one that you wish you could do for all, I know. which is kind of like you. We we would love to. Yeah. And, and we know the need's great. We really do. But, you know, we just have different fundraising events. And, um, of course, our biggest fundraising event, Speedway and Lights. It's going on oh. right now. That's why I, I had the, the idea to bring you over here and light up this room. And you're lighting up the whole Speedway right now, which is, it's beautiful. It is. And we are. How did that get? I mean, like, where was that? Did that, was that your brainchild? Yes, um, it was. But <laughs> I, love I don't it. want to take. Uh, okay, so you can take credit a little bit. If okay, you, if when you we came up with it, when we came here, um, all of the speedways at the time it was Charlotte and Atlanta and Texas. They all had a, a signature fundraising event, and theirs were all black tie galas. Mm-hmm. Well, I can honestly tell you, the first year we moved to Bristol, people don't believe it, but Jeff and I went to more black tie fundraising events in that year than we had been to in Winston Salem. Oh, it wow. was just amazing. And it was it was great, and we loved it. We were always honored to be there and included. But it's a lot of the same people. So in Winston-Salem, there was a light show uh, at Tanglewood. It was for the city. And every year, our car, just like many of you do, sat in line mm-hmm. for our kids to go through the light show um, at Tanglewood. It's still going on. That's and great. so we loved it. And so we thought, well, we have a facility that sits empty in the winter. And at one point in time, before uh, Bruton bought the track, you know, a lot of people were kind of laid off for the winter because there was nothing for them to do. Right. This would keep everybody busy. So we, Jeff, thought it was a great idea. And we were on our way to Charlotte to a race in October when we thought of this was our brainchild. So we went and I asked Bruton, um, because I didn't have any money to start and buy some lights. I needed some. Sure. So we borrowed money from him that we paid up back over $100,000. We paid up back over five years and started buying lights. And then once we started, and of course, the first year, I don't know if you know the movie Field of Dreams, but the yes. first year, if you build it, will they come? We had no idea. Yeah okay, we're going to do this, and we're going to put this in. It's a little, about a mile. It was a little less than two mile, you know. But And we had no idea the night we opened. We we took money in our pockets. I mean, we had, like, <laughs> these aprons on. 
And there would be nights that you just had to go in. We had this little hut, and you would have to go in, and you would just take so much money, and you would just dump it in a box because we just had we weren't prepared. Right. Not only did for they, the response because people wanted to come. They in. came and they came and they came and they came, and um, I don't think our numbers will ever beat that first year. You know, it wasn't as long a course, so they could get through quicker. But and then we just started building from there, and we. We hope that people enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. been fun to add to it. You know, the the cost of lights now is atrocious. So, you know, we try to do the best we can, and we're blessed to have some amazing partners mm-hmm. who help make it possible for yeah. us to, to keep it going. But I mean, we, White Ridge donates a lot of the power, right? We, we just we have so many people that are so willing to just say, yeah. okay, we know what you're doing, and we're going to be a part of it. So yeah. Again, back to the people. Back to the people. Absolutely. It all comes back to the people. Um, So, yeah, we continue to do it, and we're blessed. So when people come out to Speedway and Lights, we want you to have a good time. That's Mm -hmm. our main. But we want you to remember as you're driving that car through that you're making a difference in the lives of thousands of children. If it had not been in 2019 for for Speedway and Lights the year before, we would have had very little I mean, 2020, very little money to give away. So you really are making a difference. Come out and have fun. If you can avoid Saturday night, do. It's really crowded I was on to Saturday say, night. When is the best time to go? We like to go. Sunday through Friday are great. Okay. Saturday's wonderful if you have people coming. Is it but smart it, to get there at twilight, like 6.30, 7 o'clock? 6 o'clock it starts. Okay. And you, it, if you want to be there, it's a good. might be good to be in line. <laughs> then um, it's just, you know, we have a lot of people that come from North Carolina. We're just blessed because, yeah. you know, our local television stations go over into the mountains in yeah. North Carolina. So we are so blessed that those they ha- we have our friends from North Carolina who come, too. The way I look at it is when people are coming, you know, I want people to come. I always say with race fans, um, they're here. We have lots of fundraising events during race time mm-hmm. because I want our wonderful race fans who are the best in the world but I want to take a little bit of their money for my children sure. while they're here in town. So yeah. we try to give them an opportunity to support the kids, yeah, too. I think Jerry said you sold dirt this year. I, we sold dirt I this year. I was like, yes. if anybody could sell dirt, Claudia can sell dirt and make money for kids. It's so amazing. Betsy Holloman that works with me, we were talking about what we could do with a dirt race that was different. And NASCAR hadn't raced on dirt in 50 years. How awesome was that? That was incredible. And it was so much fun. So oh, man. Betsy said, well, why... Why don't we sell dirt? Well, you know, in 20, uh, 2001, we had put dirt down to um, when Jeff was still living in. We had some things, but not for an NASCAR deal. And we tried to sell a little bit of dirt then. I think they sold 288 jars. And she said, well, let's let's look into it. Well, our um, partners from Sugarland said, we're in. We'll donate the jars to you. Boom. We had the dirt. It was there, yeah. and we were allowed to take it. And um, Sugarlands also made the labels, and our shop and you know, made a little thing. Proceeds benefit Speedway Children's Charities. And my trustees sat, and we jarred dirt. I mean, we took scoops and jarred dirt, and that we like were fun. praying that we would sell five hundred jars. That was kind of our goal. Yeah, we sold over twenty five hundred jars of dirt. We kept selling it. And, and selling it and selling it. And then it would, we had to call you know, our friends at Sugar Land and say, you know, well, we'll be willing to buy the jars. No, we'll donate them to you again. And we'd have to wait for pallets to come. We That's amazing, amazing. that they, yeah, they were probably like, oh, maybe 500, like you said. Yeah. We can donate. And then you're like, yes. oh, no, we're up. We, they continued three, 4, to do it. Jars. We, they awesome. did. And so we sell well over 2,500 jars of dirt. And fans were excited about it. It was $25 a, a jar. And, um, 
we had a good time. And I we did learn that, you know, a scoop, what's the right scoop to get into a jar? Right. We did find that a tide, a small tide bottle with the top cut off where you could use the handle, <laughs> and you scooped one of those and it went right into a jar. You learn things like that Efficiency. when you're doing that. You're going to have a Efficiency. Yeah. You learn a lot when you run a nonprofit. And that was one of those wonderful things we we learned. But we had a good time doing it. It was great for us. And um and we're we're so glad that the community thought it was a good idea too. But it was. Yeah. I mean, the first time NASCAR in fifty years had run on dirt and people wanted to be a part of that. So Yeah, it was cool. Jerry um gave us a tour one evening and it was just awesome to yeah. I mean, yeah. Impressive. Just how the crew there could I mean, coat the track in dirt. Who even thought? You know, like, it's just amazing. Well, and they learned so much in 20 years uh, from doing it before. Yeah. Because the first time we did it, the dust was horrible. Oh I mean, you know, you, you could just yeah, see there were pictures of clouds. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, it was, I think, our guys, um, the air conditioning vents, nobody thinks about that. Oh, there yeah. are 196 suites, and every one of those air conditioning units had to be taken down and cleaned out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It just was a lot of cleanup. And you would pressure wash. and, and Pressure wash. And, and pressure then wash. that still had settled down again. It's yeah. like, we just did that. No, it's still that red. Yeah, Carly likes there. to pressure wash. She yeah. said she was going to go over there and help out. Yes. <laughs> I love to pressure wash. <laughs> it's so rewarding. <laughs> it is. It's immediate gratification. It but is. anyhow, that's it's, another it's like story. It's yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, what do you see in the future for um, your charity? Well, you know, I, I hope and pray. We, we're always open to new ideas and new events. We've added some in the last couple of years. Um, a whole, you know, we, we try to do things not just at race time, but like track laps for mm-hmm. people who want to come out and bring their car around the racetrack yeah. and go behind. So we try to do things like that. We always want to do fundraising events that we think somebody will enjoy mm. and maybe give them an opportunity to do something they couldn't otherwise do, like ride around the track, right? Um, but raise money for kids while we're doing it. Yeah. So, you know, we did, we added a CrossFit event. It's called our Bristol Burnout, and that started several years ago, and it was great, and it has just grown in three years to be amazing. That's cool. So it's a whole new group of people, and um, they're they're amazing, and they're very, they're again, Great people, very philanthropic, and want to do things to help and support the charities. Have you so. watched like the national CrossFit competitions? Yes. We should put that in the infield. Is that it, that would be well, awesome? We're hoping maybe to put our CrossFit event. Maybe we're yeah. working on that for the infield next year. Yeah, so that'd that be cool. Be, yeah. yeah. So anyhow, uh, but no, oh, we do yeah. things like that. I mean, we try to do anything that we can, um, and and you know, we just we go out and we just want people to know what we're doing and why we're doing mm-hmm. it. Um, We've been so blessed to, to give back to the community um, over $18 million. Oh, wow. And and all that's gone to kids. Yeah. That's what does, that's what makes you smile. The uh-huh. night we give it away is my night of smiles. Yes. And then we call it that. We, it was just our, that's cool. our night. And, and then, but everybody used to say, but the, a lot of the employees call me Mama Bird, which I'm proud of. Uh-huh. But uh, they would say, you just smile all day that day. I said, there's not much you could do to upset me that day because we worked <laughs> so hard to raise this money. Right. Um, the thing about it is it's fun to give it back and give it away yeah. because we're just raising the money. It's those amazing nonprofit children's organizations in our region. They're the ones who should get all all the credit. So that night we celebrate them because they're there day in and day out. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are on the front line Mm -hmm. every day. And they're with kids in the summer doing quality programs. They're quality after two 
uh, school child care. Um, amazing organizations that are helping children who've been through trauma and um, abuse. And we are so lucky in our region to have these unbelievable nonprofit children's organizations and lots of them. Mm -hmm. And we just, I don't, I think people don't realize what they're doing. So all our goal is to make their job a little bit easier. If I can give you a check just to make your, your job a little bit easier, or maybe to be able to do something you never dreamed you'd be able to do. Right, or reach a little bit further and get other kids involved that you wouldn't have had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've um, blessed an organization that I get to serve on, and it's super, um, it's a huge blessing. So thank you for that. Um, And if you're listening and you want to, I mean, yeah, you want to get involved, you can reach out to me. I can hook you up with lots of different people on lots of different boards, and we would love to plug you in and help you give your life away because I feel like that's where really true joy comes from is Uh just giving your life away because – that's all we've got is time, and I've got time with Miss Claudia right now, and, and you would have time with kids, and it just really, truly brings you joy just to, to oh, serve and give, I think. It is the most rewarding thing you'll ever do. It is. If you've never taken time to do it, yeah, uh, you need to, because it's God's blessed us with so many mm-hmm. talents, mm-hmm. and we all don't have the same talents, which makes us so great. Mm-hmm. And so um, boards are a group of people, and... Um, you, you know, it doesn't have to be, uh, I tell people all the time, they'll say, well, I'd love to support you, but I don't have a lot to give. And I, we, that's okay. Right. Um, we pass red buckets is one of the fundraisers we do at a race. Yeah. And we aren't passing them, we're holding them now, right. but we were passing them. <laughs> uh, just like church on Sunday. It's passing all different. Red buckets. Right. It's all right. different we're right back now. To, we're yeah, back to passing it baskets. Is, but, um, and it's kind of great. And, and people, small chains makes a world of difference. So you pass those buckets through the grandstand and after they're all passed and these amazing young people and some football teams and, and little league teams and I'll pass them and bring them back and we count the money. It's like $30,000. So if everybody, it's a great, who thought of that? Our, I want to give credit to our sister track in New Hampshire. They're the ones who thought of the red bucket brigade and it was just, it was a great idea. Yeah. I mean, you just, if you've got a, you know, if it's a loose change you want to do, you want to put a dollar bill in. Yeah. It's always fun when you're sit, having to sit there and count all that money. When somebody puts a five, 10 or a 20 in Right. Every once in a while you get a hundred and you just wish you could hug that person. Yeah. But um, we do know if you put it in there, we do thank you. Uh, it means the world to us, but they're just things like that. It just, but you, we do all have talent and talents and sometimes your time is what you can give. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can't write a, a $10,000 check, but you sure can give your time. And that makes a lot of difference. Yeah. Especially in a kid's life. Yes. Um, yeah. If you yes. just hang out with them for a little while, it's invaluable. And lots of them just need hugs. They just need some love. They we do. all do. You we know? all, you're right. We all do. And we I think especially do. coming out of this last year, we all, we all need more face to face hugs. I think we need to get back to hugging. If, and even those side hugs I've been giving to people, <laughs> I'll say, if you don't mind, I'd love to give you a side hug because I, I am a hugger. Hug. There you go. It is I'm really, a hugger too. Oh, it's been so difficult for me. So yeah. our employees, when we, we all got back to work, I just couldn't wait to go around. I said, okay, I'm going to be, I'll keep my mask on. I'll give side hugs, but I've just missed that. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right. We yeah, all have. A, yeah. There's a transfer of energy there. That's just special. That's right. Um, did you had, I'm sure you didn't. Where, did you grow up in Winston Salem? Grew up in Winston Salem, raised you, there, went to Wake Forest. Oh, I cool. never had never really been anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I had you know traveled with Jeff some. He worked for RGR Nabisco. So you uh, didn't dream marketing. up of being a racing family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had been in it for um, about 
about 23 years before we came here okay. because he was hired by our Jerry Nabisco to do a Winston Cup racing. Nice. And so he followed that, and then he did drag racing. Um, but he did all kinds of other things. He did Vantage Golf. He did the PGA Tour. He did the Senior Tour, which was so much more fun. But it was really – that was the years, you know, when Chi-Chi and – Arnold and oh my Aguirre, gosh. all of those people um, were huge in, personalities. It was yes, and they were just fun, you know, to watch. Um, but he he did a lot of things. He did uh, rodeos. Um, he did boat racing. Uh, you know, just certain things. Well, that were sponsorships that R.J. Nabisco did. And so when Bruton um, purchased the track and asked us to come up here, I'll be honest with you, we sat as a family down at a table with a legal pad. <laughs> With you know, our cons. kids, our son was a senior in high school, and Belton, our daughter, who you know well. I know Belton. I don't know your son. Yeah, he, What's his he, name? His Christian. He, Christian. Yeah. Like yours. Yes. And so, um, but he... He was he was a senior, okay. and so Belton was finished. She was a sophomore, and so we said, "Okay, this is what wants to happen." And reasons, and you know, Jeff said, "I've been at RJ Nabisco for twenty three years. I'm seven years from full retirement." And then, you know, so, and both kids said, "Well, my son honestly said, I'm going to college. It doesn't matter to me." you know, whatever you want to do. And our daughter said, "What? I'm great with anything. And she was very actively involved in school. And um, I think Jeff and I said, if she was miserable when she moved up here, we would send her back. She could live with my mom and, and go to school if she wanted to do that because she was had such a close-knit group of friends. Um, so it turns out that Bruton didn't like no for an answer or just, you know, he just didn't like it. So for two weeks, he, he called nonstop. And um, and Jeff went in one day, and um, they had made cutbacks at the time. And Jeff went in one day, and he said, you know, the first cutbacks weren't easy, but you could you could say, yeah, we need to yeah, trim up, a little, trim up yeah. a little bit. Every, you know. And he said, and then they came in a second time and said to do it. And there was, you know, people had known they had been cut back, and then some had stepped it up because they didn't want to if it happened again, and others hadn't. But then they came in and wanted to do it again. They're in a meeting, and Jeff is saying, I'm sitting here thinking, I look at this as families, not right. employees. These There's, are families, right. and nobody deserves to be cut. Yeah. He walks back in his office. He's just devastated. The phone rings. He picks it up. Of course, it's God's timing, not uh -huh. ours. It's Bruton. Yeah. Saying, have you decided to come to work for me? And he said, yes, I have. Aww. And so that's kind of, you know, he, he always he gave a speech um, that, you know, that he was in the right place at the right time. He thought, you know, several things that had happened to him. And it, it was, took him a while to realize everything was God's plan mm. and God's timing. It had nothing to do him being in the right place, the right time. It was what God had planned for him. And definitely we know, my whole family can tell you, this move was God's plan yeah, for our family. Right. I mean, you guys had a notepad, and you're choosing Johnson City or not. Yeah. And then, or Bristol, yeah. Johnson City, or Tri-Cities region. And then um, looking back, what are, has that, how long has that been? 26 years. 26 me. years now. Yeah. And you have a beautiful brood of little grandbabies that, who knows, you know, if right. you've chosen a different path, you don't know if that would, they'd be exactly. in your life. No, you know, it's that, just, God knew what was going to happen to yeah, our family. I, we just didn't. He had such a sense of humor when we, but the good news is like when we did move the day we moved, my daughter Belton, who I worried, seven of her friends moved with us. 
Yes. The first week we were up here, seven of her best friends came with us, helped us un- unload, Aww. and um, just had a great time. So she kept those friendships and continued That's with special. friendships yeah. up here and did great adjusting. And um, so, yeah. Tell me about, and our listeners, like, you know, because we'll say it's God's plan or, mm-hmm. I mean, tell me about how you and Jeff kind of processed that and prayed over it. And then besides brute and calling, were there other, like, just confirmations for you guys to, well, to make that move? Because I think there are probably people that are listening that are probably dealing with decisions right now. And right. they're trying like, oh, which way should I go? Or what should I do? Or should I make a move to Johnson City or not? Right. Or, you know, and, and no, I, I think uh, no, you're right, absolutely right. Another part that was uh, in God's plan was um, with the Speedway Children's Charities. Every mm. cha- every Speedway had to have had to have a chapter of Speedway Children's Charities. Well, I spent a lot of my time, most of my time in Winston Salem, volunteering. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was PTA president more than I want to tell you. Uh, um, at son at one time in high school said, "Mom." If you see me in the hall, just, just, you know, like say hello, but don't, you know. And then, like Carly and Christian. Uh, uh-huh. Then all of a sudden, when all of his friends, he'd be walking down the hallway, came and started hugging me. It was like, okay, mom, you can speak to me now. Um, but I did and worked with a lot. I worked with um, the school system. They were doing, uh, right before I leave, my last claim to fame was a bond referendum to build seven new schools. Oh, cool. And uh, it had not passed in three votes. And I was in charge of volunteers of getting the word out. And we hit grandparents because they're going to vote. Yeah. And it passed three to one. And those seven new schools are all in Winston-Salem, oh, which I'm really proud of. That's a legacy of. that you left there. Uh, it awesome. was, we're with a group of people, sure. but I, I was really proud that that worked. Um, so when I came here, I really wanted to run the Bristol Chapter Speedway Children's Charity. It gave me a chance to be in the community. And that was not, that was not a, a general manager's... Wife had never done that yeah, before. I I had to, we had to ask permission from the board. <laughs> so we had to approach them, and they allowed me to do it. And I think that was um, was God's plan for me, that Jeff was here and happy, loved what he was doing, loved the people, loved going to work every day. I mm-hmm. uh, always told his employees, hey, if you don't like coming here every day, if you're not happy in what you're doing, we need to sit down. We need to find something else here for you to do. Or if I need to help you find something somewhere else to do, I'm more than happy to do that. But you should get up every morning and Mm -hmm. love going to work. Mm -hmm. And we both did. And And you got to work together, which is fun. We did. Yeah. mm -hmm. We did. Some days that was good. Some days, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm speaking from experience. My wife and I worked together. Yes. Yes. Um, And, you know, at the beginning, there wasn't a whole lot going on, not as many fundraising events, things that are now. So, you know, we were together some, but uh, I pretty much the first few years, because the the area we had was so small, ran the charities from home. We just come in for meetings, but did everything from home. So, I could still be a kind but now of, you work out of the speedway and it's I do. It's, a, it's a, probably an over full time job. It it it's great though. Yeah. It is great. And I work with amazing people and um I, I, just, I have the best job in the world. Yeah. I do. I said it before, but I really truly mean it. Think about it. All I do is spend all day trying to make a difference in the lives of children right here. The money's not that we raise isn't going away from here. Right. It's staying right here in our community. And that's just so much fun. Yes. Yeah, it, it's a huge blessing to our community for sure. So you've seen Johnson City for the last um, in the area region grow yes. in 26 years. Yeah. It's like it feels like the the hockey stick curve kind of thing, right? Like I feel like we we're kind of growing, kind of growing. Now we're shooting up a little bit. What do you see for the future of our area? Oh my goodness! Coming from a bigger 
market? Well, I, I see this, and and I guess you would consider me um, a, a pretty regional girl. You know, I'm, mm. I'm in Bristol. I live here. Uh, you know, I'm, got friends I'm in I, Kingsport. I, 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 yes, my church is there. So yeah. I'm just. You know, I see such potential for this area. I love the growth, and I can understand why people are moving here. You know, you I have been, as you know, looking for houses. It's impossible because people <laughs> from all over the world, and they're buying houses sight unseen. They're yeah. looking online. I'm, I'm videoing people through houses. It's and crazy. it's great because, again, it goes back to the people here. Mm-hmm. And I think we have got a jewel here. Mm-hmm. And I think that the people are, like me who've come in from the outside really appreciate it and realize how amazing it is and feel so blessed to be here. And I hope that people who've been here all their lives don't take for granted how great this area is. Yeah, I hope not. Um, Yeah, I think just being able to hear and talk to people on a daily basis who are moving here about why they're leaving, and and it just gives me a a better appreciation daily of uh, how great our area is. I know. I want all the people to listen to those stories because they do have great stories why they chose here. Yeah, I have a a dear friend, and he and his wife are retiring, and they basically took the finger, you know, the round Mm -hmm. finger, and you do it around like Mm -hmm. that and put it down. And that's why they moved. They came and visited, and then they loved it. Yeah. That's what brought them here, a finger. Um, but we, ha- the people keep them here. Yeah. And the region and the area and the community, uh, we are blessed to have great leadership mm-hmm. here in our area. Um, we just really are blessed. All the you way know, around. It's God's country is what I tell people all the yes, time. Ma'am. You need to come see it. It's definitely God's country. Yeah, Randy um, Hensley was on last, I love last a couple episodes ago, and he said the same thing. We we're in God's country with his deep voice. Yes. Yeah. So um, what's something that you want to share that I haven't asked you? Anything? Oh. You got any questions that no. would be helpful? No, I don't I don't think so. I, I think well, you said it well a while ago. I mean, you know, um, there are lots of nonprofits like ours uh, that need support. You know, you got to toot your own horn. You know, mm-hmm. we do. And if people want to support us, just let us know how. Um, and we love that. But there are others. So get involved. Yeah. Take time. I mean, yeah, I know people are busy with work mm-hmm. and raising a family. And that's the most important thing in your life is raising your family and, and doing your job well mm-hmm. uh, so that you'll be happy and love to go there every day and support your family. And that's very important. And so you'll have abundance and you can give some to the children to whom to whom much is given much is expected Amen. or required yes ma'am that was what was on hanging in my husband's office mm-hmm. uh, and now i took that to my office because we truly believe that we have been blessed beyond belief so we need to give back mm-hmm. and however you give back whether it's monetarily or with your time and your talents you still need to give back to your community yeah and even you could spend some time just Spreading the word and right, you know, encouraging other people to get involved as well. Oh, just go out and smile at people. Yeah. Be happy, <laughs> greet people. Go give sad hugs. That's right. Yeah, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I don't. How think. Um, how can our listeners connect with you best? Or can they reach you through Speedway? They can all. Uh, they definitely can reach me through Speedway Children's Charities. They can, of course, you can go online to Bristol Motor mm-hmm. Speedway. If you ever want me, you can call the Speedway, and anybody there can find me. You can call directly to me, which is uh, 423-989-6974. Nice. And feel free to call me at any time. My email address is Claudia, C-L-A-U-D-I-A, at bristolmotorspeedway.com so if you feel like you know that you want to do it if you want to support us great or if you want some information about nonprofits that are somewhere around where you live 
and you'd like to get involved with mm-hmm. one of those, I'd love to do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, we um, we You're have, so connected across the, the right because the world. I know these people. Right. I've gotten to know them over the, the you know many of these yeah. organizations got money from us for years. Uh, we did do something. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you. A couple of years ago, we did a partnership with Ballad. We've always been able to give mm-hmm. money, and I love it. That's great. But I've always dreamed of doing more mm-hmm. than just giving a check. And so we have done, um, created strong kids and we have had the opportunity to have workshops. We've had nationally known speakers come in. We have had, um, all kinds of local professionals come in and give information to these nonprofits free. Oh, cool. We were meeting in, in person. We continued to do them by zoom and recorded them if you couldn't see it at the time so that these Nonprofits don't have to pay to go out of town for training, and every employee they have can have this mm. amazing training on ACES or um, just so many things that people want to know more information about. And we have some professionals here, and then we have the ability. So that's been a great partnership, something I always dreamed of. And the people who've experienced it, we get so many. So much thanks for saying, hey, listen, that was just what our, you know, our employees needed. And yet we couldn't spend $750 to send one person for that. Which is crazy. Right. And we got five people to have the training for free. Isn't that amazing? That's a huge impact too. It has been. And I I would be remiss if I didn't. um, That's been something we dreamed of. And to make that partnership happen has just been incredible. Good for you. And the way video and technology has taken, you know, a, a whole new level that you can just go and learn anything from anybody who's the best in the world at it just at your at your computer exactly that's pretty amazing exactly but we love to find topics that really hit home to mm-hmm. where we live sure and our region and so um, yeah we're continuing we actually have a planning meeting for next year tomorrow so do you have like a library built of things and i mean as i just will, will probably lead some people towards that um yeah, for nonprofits that need training on certain things, or is it like HR and leadership? Well, and hey, if they need something, well, yes, we'll it has been a lot. Yes, yeah. reach out to us. But okay. and if they have suggestions of things they'd really love to have, yeah, let us know because we love suggestions of th- things they need. Okay, because that's um, that's what we want to do. We want to find things that nonprofits say we really need this. Yeah. Okay. Super. Well, I will hopefully um, have them connect with you on that. All right. Well. Thank you so much. I've got three little speed questions here. Okay. Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, gosh, that's really hard. I mean... Elf, It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas Vacation, or a Christmas Story? What do you think? Well, I think probably It's a Wonderful Life has to be the number one, but my kids always did love Christmas Vacation, but that's another story. (laughs) Christmas Tree, is it up before Thanksgiving? Or, yeah, okay, good. No, it's not. It can be friends still. Yes, Live or fake? Uh, I've always had live all of my life until I put my house on the market to sell and realized that I needed, did not want to clean up and worry about watering Mm -hmm. a tree. So I bought a really good artificial one and unfortunately it went up again this year. So I apologize for that. But I, it's okay. I am a huge I think this may be our live. Last live tree year. Carly yeah. is, it's, uh, she's, we think the trees are trying to kill her allergy wise. So we're, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. But I do love a live tree and I, I love do too. the smell. I love the smell of it. I love going to the mountain and chopping it down. Oh, I don't really chop it down. They've got yeah. guys that cut it down. For it was not an option. <laughs> Makes me feel like a man. Yeah. When Jeff Burr was alive, it was not an option to ever have an artificial tree. Yeah. 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 He also brought home the world's largest tree one year that fell over three <laughs> times, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Ours fell twice last two years ago. I was yeah. like, oh, this thing's crazy. Uh-huh. So anyway, 
Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for spending some time with me and our listeners. And I'm sure they're going to be blessed. And thank you for giving out your phone number. If you guys want to just brighten your day, give Miss Claudia a call. It'll be the best conversation you have that day, I promise. And um, thank you for supporting the Children's Speedways charities, however you can, whether it's time or money, connect with her, donate, give, give your life away. You're going to be better for it. And we hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a Merry Christmas too, Miss Bird. Thank you. Thank you.